Previously on Putting Two and Two Together. It's Casey, your daughter. They, Casey, I mean, didn't want me to refer to them, meaning Casey, as her. Well, you're handling it a lot better than my father did when he found out about my brother, Tommy. Tell me one thing, Dad. How are you able to flip a switch in your mind and cut off any affection you had for me? I still see nothing in your eyes when you look at me. And then there's Mr. Sharp. Do you think either one of them would be willing to talk to me? Or maybe they know someone like KC who can talk to her. I mean, them. Speaking for every woman here. No, Wait, actually, that's that Rachel. Limiting. Speaking for every woman, period. What the hell? Fuck off, Danny. Is Casey by any chance looking for a job? I keep hinting at it. Strongly hinting. Problem solved. Casey, the job is yours, if you want it. Sure. Tuesday, September 14th. Now, where did your daughter disappear to? John, are we playing that game where she's been naughty, so she must be my daughter? Oh, cut the comedy. Do you know where she is? She said she needed to take care of a few things. Like what? You seem to be under the mistaken assumption that Rachel tells me things. I was really hoping that would change. Well, we're in agreement there. I'd ask where we went wrong, but I'm afraid you'll probably tell me. No probably about that, John. Are you mad at me? Not today. I'm just tired of this protracted chaos that has become our children's lives. I suppose it won't matter if I point out that they're both adults and need to figure it out on their own. Only if you can honestly admit it doesn't bother you. That's what I thought you'd say. I haven't been thinking about it, though. And I'm not happy with a lot of what Rachel told us. I'm certainly still angry about her situation with David and other parties who I'm not going to mention. Of course. But I have to admit... I'm actually proud of Rachel for the way she stood up for herself, both in that barroom video and at work when they tried to make an example out of her. Who are you? And what have you done with my husband? I know. I'm as surprised as you are. I don't like that she's out of a job, but she's strong, and she knows how to fight back. We must have done something right. It's nice to hear you talking about one of your children that way. How long until you mention the other one? Mother, how long have you been standing there? Long enough. Did you want something? Yes, I need a ride to the cemetery, and I thought you might want to accompany me. After all, it's been a long time since you visited your father. Putting Two and Two Together, Season 1, Episode 19, The Kid and the Has-Been. Hello, David. Rachel, hi. What are you doing here? I needed some advice and didn't know who else to turn to. That doesn't sound good. It isn't. Yeah, things must be really bad if you're coming to me at my office, no less. Mind if I sit? Please do. I'm really glad you're here. I've been worried about you. We both have. Well, you know why I was out of commission. What's your excuse? I don't follow. I tried coming by yesterday, but you and Tommy were nowhere to be found. We suddenly had to go out of town for a few days. That's kind of random. You could say that. My mother got married again out of the blue. Oh my god, you're kidding. Nothing like an impromptu trip to California to add to all the chaos. Alice actually got married again. (laughs) That has to be a sign of the apocalypse. And she did it for love, too. Unbelievable. So, Tommy went as well? He had to meet my crazy family sooner or later. Did he survive? He did much better than I was expecting. He even asked my mother to dance at the wedding. Get out of here. I was as shocked as you are. Oh, please tell me there's a picture of that. Oh, I was forbidden to take one. But I think Lisa (laughs) might have snuck a few. 
Just don't tell him I told you. I am so calling her. Oh, has she had the baby yet? Oh, not yet. She looked like she was ready to pop, though. I was sure she'd have it at the ceremony, which reminds me, I owe Tommy 50 bucks. <sighs> Matt must be a bundle of nerves by now. Can you blame him? It's his first child. I can only imagine what's going on in his hand right now. And I'm willing to bet you're more than a little jealous of him. Okay, we just entered a weird topic of conversation for us. David. Do you really want to go down this road? Not if it's going to make you uncomfortable. I'm more worried about making you uncomfortable. I'm the one who asked the question. I'll be fine. Yes, of course I'm jealous of him. But that's not where my life is going, I guess. You know that for sure? Well, my partner's a guy, so it's tricky no matter which way we go. And I'm guessing you haven't talked about it with him. It's way too soon for that type of conversation. You have no idea how he feels? No. Do you? No. That's one conversation my brother and I never really had. I like to think he'd enjoy the idea, but I also don't want to get my hopes up. Again. Rachel, that's not what I'm saying. Hey, it's true. Neither one of us can change that. Even so. What will you do if the answer's no? I'll have to learn to be okay with it, I guess. Well, I hope for your sake you won't have to. Thank you. Now that we've sufficiently covered my recent history, can I please ask you about yours? Sure. I suppose that's only fair. How much do you know? Nowhere near enough. I know about your client's murder. Well, that much was clear when I last saw you guys at Anthony's. That night shouldn't have happened. At least, not the way it did. Save it. Uh, that's the least of my worries right now. What else? Well, there's the video. Yeah. Definitely not one of my finest moments. Honestly, I think it was. Are you kidding me? That guy in the video. Danny? <laughs> yeah. Danny deserved everything you threw at him. And then some. Maybe. No. No maybe about it. If I were there, I probably would have... Oh, you would have what? Well... If I'm being honest, I probably would have gotten myself beaten to a bloody pulp. But I still wouldn't have let him get away with treating you the way he did. How very macho of you. That's not the response I expected. I can fight my own battles, David. I know. I I certainly didn't let Max step in to take care of it. What makes you so sure I would have let you? All I mean is that I would have been there to support you. Well, there's a difference between supporting me and treating me like a damsel in distress. I'm sorry. That's not how I meant it. I know. And I... Do appreciate the sentiment. Bottom line, you deserved every bit of applause that you got after your speech. Yeah, well, too bad my bosses at the law firm didn't think so. Oh, no. Oh, yes. How bad? Bad enough that I'm visiting my ex-boyfriend for financial advice. So, Casey, that's what we in the business call the lunch rush. I think I can handle it. You hear that, Haley? This one's starting to sound a bit cocky. Hey, no attention to Tommy. He's just jealous because you didn't drop a tray of glasses like he did on his first lunch rush. It was only two glasses. How many? Fine, three glasses. How many? Shut up. Okay, so quick. Before Walter gets back from the bank, what did you think? About what? The job. It's a coffee shop. It's fine for what it is. Well, she told you. She? Sorry, they. I should really be better at that than I am. Sorry. Uh, Could one of you pass me that dustpan? So, what do you want to do when you grow up? Artwork, pop art, retro comics, that kind of thing. Really? I'm really big into the underground stuff. Not a fan of the mainstream. Are you kidding me? That stuff is awful. Talk about cookie-cutter misogyny. Well, you're not wrong. But there's got to be a few mainstream books you like. Nope. 
Can't think of any. Not even Dispatch? Dispatch? Oh, God, that book was lame from the very first issue. What was wrong with it? First of all, it was barely more than a derivative copy of The Flash. How they never got sued is beyond me. Probably because they were too bored to read past the splash page. I mean, the only saving grace was the artwork. Well, that's something anyway. I didn't say it was good. Then how is it a saving grace? The potential was there, it just looked like the artist was having an identity crisis. Every so often it looked like he was trying to do something cool and different, but then a few pages later he was back doing the machismo house style the Main Street comics keep pushing out. Ever think it might be the editor that was holding him back? Oh, I'm sure it was. And he must have loved his paycheck a lot more than he did his art. see, I think you might no, want- No, let the kid talk. I'm interested in their opinion. You know, I saw some of his early work, from before he got all caught up in his own fame, and it was really good. It was raw and innovative and completely different than the big companies were doing. Oh, but then he sold out, is that what you're saying? That's putting it mildly. But as bad as the dispatch art was when he was on the book, it was nothing compared to the train wreck after he left. I mean, how do you take a popular book in two months? So, do you have any advice for the has-been sellout artist? Yeah. He should go back to his early stuff, try to remember what it was like to be hungry and eager to make a mark in the industry. The worst thing he could possibly do is fit in. Tommy, remember, you did ask. Yeah, I know. And, uh, put that dustpan down before you speak. What, are you expecting me to blow up at this kid because they might be absolutely right about me? About you? You mean you're Tommy Hansen? Yep, that's me. But you can call me the has-been sellout former artist of Dispatch Comics. Well then. I guess that explains why you now pour coffee for a living. Wow. Yeah, that one stung a little. It's right down this path, John. Mother, I remember where Pop's grave is. Well, it has been a while. I wanted to make sure. I'm here enough. And I'm here way too often. One still has to make an effort. And that makes no sense. Especially since you and Pop couldn't stand to be in the same room as each other toward the end. Maybe I come here to remember the good times we had together. Before things went wrong. Before he strayed. And strayed, and strayed yet again. Is that why you stayed with him? Because of the good times you had? Well, leaving was never an option in those days, so that's what I had to do. And all these years later, you still come here to be stuck in the past. You know, John, people in glass time machines shouldn't throw stones. Now, what is that supposed to mean? Well, you have spent half of your son's life reliving some divisive moment between the two of you. Or is that one of those family secrets I wasn't supposed to know about? Is that why you brought me here? To corner me about Tom? I was looking for a nice visit with you and your father. You are the one who brought up the past. Nice try. But you already made a comment about him back at the house. So as a result of that comment, you think I suddenly decided to have you take me here? I wouldn't put it past you. Believe me, if I had more to say on the subject, I'd have said it right then and there. I don't need to corner you in the middle of a graveyard to tell you what I think you're full of it. Look... We're here, just like you asked. If you want us to spend time with Pop, let's go. What's it going to take, John? What has to happen for you to open up and admit you miss your son as much as he misses you? My relationship with Tom, or my lack thereof, is my own business. Not yours, not Mary's, my own. That sounds like something your father would say. Is this where I'm supposed to defend myself and say I'm nothing like him? You're not telling me anything I don't already know. And you can live with that? We all have our crosses to bear. The ones we can't change. Can't or won't? Did you ever think that Tom might be better off in his life without actively having me as his father? Meaning? He's already broken further away from me than I ever could with Pop. So you're just going to give up on having a relationship with your son? No. I'm allowing him to do what he wants. What he wants is his father. Yeah, well, he doesn't need me. Oh, that's just asinine. Maybe. But then again, that's my business, not yours. Now, come on already. Pop's waiting. 
I can't believe they fired you. Can they do that? I mean, legally? I was a prominent attorney in a legal case that already spent too much time in the media as it is. I might as well have posted drunken kickstand pictures of me on my Facebook page. I don't know about that. Well, keeping with the theme of honest admissions, I'm actually okay with it. Seriously? Oh, it sucks. It sucks a lot, but on the other side of it, I realize how much of a toxic environment I was working in. I never knew that. When we were together, you loved that job. Or at least that's what I thought. Well, there was always some level of negativity there, but it was more of a gradual thing. And when Paul made partner, it went from bad to worse. What about Anthony? Where was he in all of this? I don't want to talk about Anthony right now. Sounds like I have my answer. You are probably right. At least partially. I'm sorry. Is there more? Those are the highlights. I'm sure I could dig up a lot more if I tried. Well, there's all the stuff that you still hate me for. Yeah. Let's not do that today. What's your next step? Well, I'm checking with my accountant to see if he has any recommendations. Meaning me? Who else? You know my finances as well as I do. Better, probably. That won't be awkward for you? David, my whole life is awkward right now. What difference does one more layer make? I was just making sure. Look, I need a friend as well as an accountant right now. Well, you've got that. Thank you. Should I be flattered that you never got a new accountant? No, just consider yourself lucky. My life has been so crazy, I never thought of it until now. Mm. That's me. Mm. I should probably take this. Mm. Hello? Oh, Maureen, hi! Oh, I completely forgot about getting back to you. E yeah, I suppose I had a good reason, but I did promise. I'm actually with one of them now. You're kidding. <laughs> Talk about a coincidence. I'm sure their paths will definitely cross now. I'll still make sure to let him know. And I'll talk to David, too. Me? <laughs> as well as can be expected, given the circumstances. I'm actually very glad to be out of there. Really? Well, uh, don't feel you have to do that because of me. No, I, I understand, but don't leave a good job without a place to go. Okay. I'll let you know if I hear anything. And I'll follow up with the boys about KC. <sighs> Talk to you later. Bye, Maureen. What was that all about? You remember Maureen, right? The firm's office manager? Really sweet woman? That's her. Well, I need to call in a favor with you guys. Wow. Two favors. This must be my day. Get over yourself. Maureen's daughter, Casey, just came out to her as non-binary. She was wondering if I knew anyone who might talk with them. I naturally thought of you and Tommy. I know it's not quite the same thing, but maybe there's something you can share about your own experience? Sure. I'd be happy to. What's the coincidence? <laughs> Believe it or not, Walter just hired KC to work at the coffee shop. Today's their first day. I guess that means Tommy will also be able to talk with her. With them. Watch your pronouns. Oh, right. Would you mind asking Tommy for me and for Maureen? Definitely. I'll talk to him tonight. One more thing. Am I up to three favors now? She really wants to get out of the firm. Things are going downhill fast there, so if you hear of anything for her, please let me know. Hmm. Maybe I can find something for her to do here. Well, don't create something out of nothing, just for her sake. No, I figured maybe at least a part-time admin position. I've been working from home more often, so it would be nice if I could have someone here to hold the fort. And if she has other skills I could use, maybe I could push it to full-time. Let me see what I can figure out. David, thank you. She'll be thrilled. Well, 
Give her my card. If I can make it work, I will. I have to say, I had my doubts coming here, but I think you and I have made some pretty good progress. I think so. Score one for me and Walter helping out. <gasps> that reminds me. What? Walter, scoring. Yes. Walter recently scored with my grandmother. Excuse me? You heard me. Wow. Which one of us is going to tell Tommy? Not, Not me. me. Putting Two and Two Together, Season 1. Episode 19, The Kid and the has Written, directed, and produced by Peter Cosmosophronis. Based on his play, Two and Two Together. John Hansen was played by Ed Fell. Mary Hansen was played by Wendy Fain. Estelle Hansen was played by Barbara Bourgeois. Rachel Hansen was played by Jenny Fielding. David Sharp was played by Adam Haru. Haley Gettleman was played by Rachel Rabinovitz. K.C. Sloan was played by Casey Stevenson. Tommy Hansen was played by Dan Murray. Sound engineering by Dan Murray. Sound editing by Peter Cosmas-Sophronis. Theme music by Valerie Fortioni. Credits and narration by Leonard Kaplan. The script of Two and Two Together is available for purchase at Amazon.com, along with the scripts for Season 1 and Season 2 of Putting Two and Two Together. Merchandise is available from Teespring at ptattmerch.creator-spring.com. Putting Two and Two Together will return for Season 3. For more information, please visit www.petersophronis.com. On behalf of the cast and crew, thank you for listening.